This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Viewer discretion is advised. Your fave will be criticized. That's Chris. That's Shan. And welcome to CCTV, the nonstop pop show. And today we are discussing Shan's new single, Here I Am. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Well, Shan, welcome to CCTV. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I'm so glad to be here. (laughs) What are the chances? All right. So, um, well, it's been two years since the release of your last single, Like It, and we are back on the scenic route and you've released your new single, Here I Am. (laughs) And as your very good friend, I have gotten to experience the entire journey of this song from your initial writing sessions and original demo to the final product. And I also got to be a dancer in the music video. So <laughs> I'm really excited it's out. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, so yeah, congrats <laughs> on the release. How are you feeling? I feel good. I feel, um, what's the word for it? Not vindicated, but <laughs> there's a word I need right now to describe how I'm feeling because it's been a long time coming. As you know, this process for this song in particular has been arduous. It has been meticulous. Um, but I'm proud. I'm excited for everything that's happened with it. And uh, yeah, I'm super excited. And I'm happy that you were there from the beginning. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So before we dive into learning more about the single, tell us more about your journey as an artist. What made you want to become a singer? This is an interesting question because I feel like a lot of singers when they say, oh, yeah, I've been wanting to sing since out the womb. Mm. Yeah, no, I was, I actually wanted to become an astronaut. <laughs> I wanted to be an astronaut because I read a book about May Jemison, Dr. May Jemison, and I was like, I'm going to be an astronaut. So, I mean, that kind of explained the whole space fascination I had and why I gravitated towards Sailor Moon, which is what this song is inspired by. Um, but yeah, I, um, I wanted to sing after seeing Shirley Temple perform in a, a movie. And I thought, wow, if she can dance and sing and she's a kid, I can do it. Obviously, I'm not a kid still, but, you know, <laughs> still dancing. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I didn't take it really seriously because I didn't think my voice was good enough until about um, age 15 or so or 16. And I did my high school musical. <laughs> your girl got lead role twice, y'all. Holla at your girl. 
<laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that's kind of what I, I started doing in 2016. No, that's that's a drag. 2011, 12 is when I started singing in musical musical, excuse me. And then I did some background singing. I did some background dancing when I got to college, but I didn't release my first single until 2017. So from 2012, mm -hmm. 2011 and 12, nothing, not taking it seriously. And then 2017, I released, I like you on SoundCloud, but the official release for that was like the music video was on, it was in May. And that's how you and I met actually. So yes. <laughs> Yeah. So you have actually written all of the singles that you've released so far. So how would you yeah. describe your music and your creative process? Ah, uh, yeah. So the way I would describe my music is uh, trying to do pop, but everyone keeps giving me R&B, um, <laughs> which is not a bad thing, right? Um, R&B is great. It's super great. But if I were to put myself up against like uh, a her or like an Ari Lennox or anybody who is genuinely R&B, it would it would be very just lame in comparison. Um, I like pop music. I mean, we're hosting a pop show, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so I like to try to make pop, but it is very hard because um, many people don't really actually realize that I am doing everything by myself. Uh, I am independent, but I'm independent to like the extreme. I ain't are for myself. So I'm looking for beats all the time. I'm looking for photographers, locations, and all the things necessary to make my Chantel Nicole scenicness happen. Mm -hmm. um, so it takes a long time. Um, but it, I think that's what makes it even more rewarding because when I do find something, I'm able to write in a way that is genuine to what I have in mind and genuine to me. And it feels a lot more honest. Um, and, and also it's kind of a, a downside because also when I try to write with other people, I don't like what they have to say for me. Um, but yeah, when I, when I write these songs or do anything like that, I like that, I, have dancing in mind. I started dancing first. Mm. That was my main goal. Oh, that's another thing too. I wanted to be a background dancer before singing anyway. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna be a background dancer, then started singing. But yeah, um, I write with a concept in mind, like, okay, how do I want to, how would I want this to be visualized? How would I want this to be depicted um, in a video? Even if the song doesn't receive a video, I always think in that sense, how can I write a story through my song and have someone be able to visualize and picture it in their mind. Nice. Um, well, you have released a few singles so far, so we should talk a little bit about them. Um, we did, as you mentioned, I was cast as a dancer for your very first music video um, for the song, mm -hmm. I Like You, and that ended up launching a little trilogy of singles. So can you tell us more about those songs? Yes, that trilogy. But um, yeah, um, so I Like You is a part of it three-part series um called me and you and basically the songs are i like you i want you and i miss you so it's the beginning the middle and the end of a relationship um i thought this was the easiest thing to write about um because in the past i used to listen to a lot of rock music so i used to write very like dark solemn music so mm -hmm. i wanted to challenge myself to write about love even though i've never been in a relationship so it's <laughs> like how can i do this um, but yeah, so um, I Like You is the, the, the sweet, cuter song. It is pop. It has a little bit of elements of R&B in it. And um, it's it has like a K-pop format in the sense where there's like a rap in the second verse. It's not randomly, but it, it's there. Mm -hmm. um, the video, I think, is probably one of my favorite videos. It's really cute. It's like dance style on a, on a basketball court. Um, and then the next song is I Want You, which is the more intimate song. Oh, God. 
I don't like PDA. So filming this part, <laughs> so filming that video was so awkward. Um, but I wanted to have a, a, a continuation of this, the music video. So I had the same guy in the video uh, for mm -hmm. all the videos. I do not like PDA, right? I don't like it. Um, so writing this song and expressing myself in such a like this is obvious you know y'all getting down nasty right but for a lot of my <laughs> a lot of listeners especially like my my friends like I'm not even trying to be funny but my black friends like this song they're like oh yeah like they like I like you they they, they mess with it they but this is like their <laughs> sexy get ready song for all the mm -hmm. crazy ex-girlfriend fans out there but this is their sexy get ready song you know <laughs> they're like yes you know but yeah, and the last song is I Miss You, which is more like, fut not future bass, it's like r and bass where there's a lot of like synths and it's definitely R&B. And um, it's the breakup. It's the end of the relationship. And uh, each of the songs that I wrote actually kind of harken back to I Like You um, uh, in the sense where it's just like, um, I'll use a line from I Like You to relate to the end of the breakup, mm -hmm. just to kind of remind people like this is where we started and now it's over. Um, I like that song because... Uh, I actually changed the chorus. That was the first time I actually changed the chorus in any of my songs. Um, so in that song, I say, all alone, all alone, can't you hear, I need you here. And then in the second chorus, I said, um, did you hear, I don't need you here. And then after that, I kind of fell off the face of the, the, the earth. And, uh, <laughs> and then there was no music for like a year or so. Um, and then you yeah. also released a song called Like It. Um, like you said, like a year later. So what was the idea behind that one? Like It was a song that I thought, oh, I haven't written a song in a while. <laughs> and I want something that's kind of flirty and teases, te teases people. Um, I have a very flirtatious kind of personality, um, apparently. Let me, mm -hmm. let me preface that, actually. Apparently, I have a flirtatious personality. So I decided to write a song about that. Mm. Um, there was nobody in mind when I wrote the song. I kind of was just like, you know, chilling, just minding my business. And that's how the song started. Um, and the song actually is bilingual. So there's some Spanish in it. I am not fluent in Spanish, but I know enough to get food, to go to the bathroom and apparently get a man because <laughs> that song, I, you know, got a little Spanish in it, you know. Nice. I mean, those uh, three things are very important. <laughs> that's all you need in life essential. <laughs> the bathroom essential. food and a man, <laughs> and, a man. <laughs> and if you're lucky the man can show you all three where's the bathroom <laughs> oh you're still here let's go get some lunch you know done <laughs> it's done okay so <laughs> um so yeah so i wrote that song with that intention and that song i think is a little bit more like i had a k-pop song in mind like i was thinking of actually maybe pitching the song um, so I was listening to a lot of Anita and Becky G. So I was like, mm. oh, I want something that's a little bit Latin. I also kind of wanted to start a new phase. So the song itself is not like its own separate single. It is a, it is a part of my next project. Chroma. Yay! Nice. Chroma. All right. Well, we're caught up. Let's yeah. talk about the single that just got released. Here I am, which is also part of Chroma, right? Yeah. Um, so tell us more about Here I Am. I love this song so much. Um, how did it come about? <laughs> tell us about your inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the reason I'm laughing is because um, y'all, Chris has been involved from the beginning, like literally from the day after I finished it. Um, so basically, <laughs> Here I Am was, <laughs> Here I Am was spawned during a, an assignment that I had. 
last year. I was fortunate enough to find a mentor and Chick Bell, who is a songwriter. Um, she's written for some American artists, but she's her most notable works are for people in the Asian market, specifically K-pop. Um, Don't Call Me by Shiny, uh, Mr. Mister by SNSD, mm-hmm. um, EXO's Overdose and and Monster. So she's she's got some stuff under her belt. So mm-hmm. I uh, worked with her and she told me like, hey, write songs. Just write. Okay, this is your first assignment. Write two songs. Um, coincidentally enough, this song was actually the the last minute song. I was writing the boy group song. Um, I think I let you hear that one. You're like, oh, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Gave it like a lukewarm response. <laughs> oh, this part's cute. <laughs> but then I let you hear, here I am. And you're like, oh, I like this one. Mm-hmm. And of course, I don't, I'm not a good mixer. I'm not going to hold you. I, I can't mix, but you were like, oh, no, it has a good structure. And I thought, okay, cool. This is good. If, if you think it's good, then, you know, uh, let me send it to her. So, um, but yeah, so the song was inspired by, I was thinking if I were someone else's, if I was watching a guy and his girlfriend interacting and I didn't like the way the interaction was going, how would I interrupt this? kind of Mm -hmm. relationship so some of the verses kind of have that like not even some of them all the verses have this very much like this girl isn't good enough for you kind of thing um Mm -hmm. and interestingly enough that makes it sound like the song's about being a homewrecker but it's not it's not it's more about it's more about the guys getting cheated on or mistreated whatever but um it's about protecting someone or even yourself from a situation that you think is not good for them or, or yourself, rather. Um, it was definitely inspired by Sailor Moon. Like, once I got past the whole, like, my friends and their relationship, I was thinking, okay, what would Sailor Moon say? How would Sailor Moon save Tuxedo Mask? <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. so, um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's definitely, aside from, like, the whole friendship um, relation, it's definitely more inspired by Sailor Moon and how, um, in the industry, I don't really see anybody doing anything that is, like, outstanding, and I want to be the person that 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 makes people feel like, oh, this is what I've been missing in my life. So here I am. So yeah, Sailor Moon and me wanting to prove myself. <laughs> nice, nice. Do you yeah. think the song was difficult to write? Like, what was the most difficult part, and and what part are you most proud of? Okay, so the song wasn't difficult to write. Um, when I was writing the boy group song, that one came out of me like no. E- I was like, oh, this is easy. This is fun. This song writing is so much fun. Uh, so I wrote it, no problem. When I wrote this song, it was actually two days, not even a day and a half, before I had to submit it. And I say it a day and a half because I stayed up until like four o'clock in the morning, maybe six a.m., like finishing it. So mm-hmm. before the day of, um, so it wasn't difficult. But this one was the one that I was thinking, like, when I heard the instrumental, I was like, how many times has she lied? And I was like, oh, how many times has she lied? Bam, there's my prompt. So, the, and also the, the, the song was, the, the, the beat was called Good For You. And I was mm-hmm. like, huh, I could be good for somebody or good for the industry. I think this is great. Um, but I will say the chorus, though, the chorus has had a completely different sound to it. Um, the shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it off was there. But the other one was like, you should be red, da, 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 da. And it kept getting higher. And I was like, if I have to make harmonies on this, I'm going <laughs> to. Yeah. 
your girl's a, I'm alto. <laughs> Not even alto. I'm alto. I'm 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 low. And maybe I can cheat a mezzo soprano. Maybe cheat it. Um, but yeah. So I changed the the hook. But I will say the most difficult or the most challenging part was the bridge. No one knows. No one writes a bridge anymore here in American music. I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. So I started listening to like some old Beyonce songs, and then I listened to SNSD's Mister Mister. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, this is kind of what I wanted to, I wanted to build. And because I was writing for a girl group, I thought, okay, so this person could sing, lead vocal could sing this, then main vocal could sing, and then the ad lib go, uh-huh, that's right. So it made mm-hmm. sense. When I was building the bridge, I was thinking, how can we make the voices stack, mm-hmm. right? Um, how can I have harmonies that make sense for a group? So when I was writing it, I had that in mind. And then um, in the original production of the song, the demo rather um there is a half step change when the last chorus comes Mm -hmm. so i thought okay so it needs to go somewhere and i'm like what song do i know like off the top of my head that has a slight uh, i think a half step or two change and it was mr mister right at the Mm -hmm. end of that bridge and i was like oh okay duh so when i was writing this i gave the bridge it's cute little harmonies and the, uh-huh that's right and then the i will be <laughs> splash in the song there yeah so that one was a little bit challenging because i was like can i hit this note <laughs> 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 nice well so you had written it for a girl group and for this uh-huh. kind of mentorship that you were doing but obviously this song is now yours so what yeah. ended up causing that like what was the whole process of that so when I submitted the song, she mentioned that we could put the song in the library for people to pick from um, mm-hmm. if stuff was good enough, right? During a conversation with you, after I told you how the session with her went, um, you were like, oh, I really like the song. Maybe you should keep it. And I was kind of thinking it in the back of my head. But at first, but at first I was thinking, if this gets placed with a group, this would be amazing. I remember you and I kind of just like, even before you suggested I should keep it, you now were brainstorming like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, who who could sing, who could sing this and, and as a joke, you and I, I think you, I think you and I actually said AOA because I think I put some, I put some, Hey, Hey, you know, yes. like Jimin's hey yes. in the track. before I submitted to her, you had mentioned that to me. So I put some, Hey, mm-hmm. Hey, Hey's, oh, we're not going to talk about Jimin, but anyway, um, but yeah, so, uh, she, she was like, yeah, it's, it's cool or whatever, but you were like, oh, aside from the groups, maybe you should keep it. And I thought, you know what? I like it. I just don't know how I'm going to transfer it to one person's voice because I had different voicing all over that, you know, lead vocal, mm-hmm. rap, sub vocal. So, yeah, um, I asked her, I said, can I keep this? She said, yeah, of course, it's your words. I said, what about the beat, though? What about the production? <sighs> so, unfortunately, I was unable to keep it. And the amount that I suggested to the producer wasn't good enough, which I understand, you know, I'm small potatoes and you've been working with big French fries. I get it. <laughs> you don't want my money. <laughs> I'm joking. So, um, I, ha- I had to put the song on the back burner. And, um, yeah, unfortunately... Or fortunately, I don't know, but it, it, it worked out that I found a different mm-hmm. producer. But I had to sit on the song for like a month, not even longer than a month, two months. Mm-hmm. And then coincidentally, I was choreographing for a music video and helping on set for another singer when I was introduced to the producer that ended up producing the new beat. Like I've met him before, but we never had a chance to actually like listen to each other or like really converse or anything like that. So mm-hmm. at the end of the music video recording, we were listening to some of his tracks that he had in mind 
um, for his girlfriend to record. And um, he played something that was kind of funky. And I was like, oh, he's capable. So I got in contact with him and I said, hey, can you recruit, recreate this beat or create something similar to like, you know, like, you know, future funk, pop, just something really cool like that. Mm-hmm. I sent him some references and such. I'm not going to lie. When I first heard that production, though, that new one, I cried. <laughs> I cried. Yeah, I cried. Yeah, that was the first time I cried during this process. And there, there, were, there are more to come, but we'll get to that in a second, right? <laughs> a little bit later. <laughs> Well, so, okay, so you didn't love the first version. So then how was the process getting it to actually match your vision? So I didn't like it at first um, because I think it's very typical of American producers to, um, once you're done with that verse, fly that baby over, make it a little bit, a couple bars shorter, put the pre back in there, kind of sort of do a bridge. And then there's your ending. Same thing that you did over with the chorus and so on. And also the original production didn't really have anything that was all that different either. You know, there were certain things, there were certain like, um, there were certain like flourishes. Exactly. Thank yeah. you. That were there that I actually was writing around. Right. Like I say, emergency in the bridge because there was literal sirens in the background of the original production. So not saying that he had to do that again, but there was just certain things. I was like, mm, you kind of ignore these things. Mm-hmm. Even when I sent like references like this, I'm not saying he's not a good producer, but it's just what he's used to. So, but that's another thing that, um, that when you get a producer that you, you can actually work with, you guys can discuss the production. So when I met up with him again, I said, I need for this chorus to go somewhere. I need some that I need, was it, is it risers? I need the sound. I said, something needs to happen in this chorus. It's, it's pretty dry. It's pretty dry. Um, I need some flourishes here. I told him to put some some violin strings. I told him maybe to change. There was an instrument that was there that I told him to take out. A mm. flute. There was a flute. I think the the biggest change though from the from the original production that he sent me to the one that we worked on together is the rap section. The rap section. I was like, can you? I know it's not in the original. I can tell him. I told him like straight up. Like I know it's not there. So I need you to like freak the f out on this rap part. Mm-hmm. So like he changed it. He had a little transition between me singing into my rapping, which is good because if I perform this live, I'm not going to be sitting there hitting a belt and then rushing the rap. So we had to create a gap in that, in that whole transition. Yeah, create a gap for that transition because I'm not a group. I'm one person. So yeah, I mean, it, it worked out. It took not that long actually to do. He was receptive to my notes and I had a lot of them. Mm. <laughs> so I think it came out nicely when we finally got into the studio for sure. And he helped me out with like, I'll give him, I'll give him some props. He helped me out with like one set of like harmonies that I thought was cute, but everything else I pretty much arranged and wrote myself. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I remember I'm most proud of helping you with yeah. the, the symbols stacking. <gasps> oh my God. Yes. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Okay. Yes. That's right. The drums were also another thing that were, that was kind of like not lame Mm-hmm. For lack of a better word, I'm thinking of the word lame, but they were lackluster. So you heard it. There was an energy missing. Yeah. Yes. And as soon as you said, it, I was like, thank you. Oh my God. Because I do have a tendency to overthink and I don't want to be, I remember you told me a little bit of a story of a, of a, an artist that you used to work with that kept sending things back and the producer were getting mm-hmm. kind of pissed off. Like, okay. You know, so I didn't want to be that person. So I wanted to make sure I had concise notes, had um, evidence, not evidence, but like examples to supplement what I'm asking for so you mm-hmm. were like hey this drum needs to sound like this this symbol needs to sound like this song 
this K-Chanda song or blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. So yes, mm. shout out to you. Take, get your flowers now. Get your flowers now. It's true. You definitely helped with that. All right. So you've mentioned a few elements already, but do you have any other important elements of the production that you want the listeners to kind of look out for? Yeah. Okay. So like I said, there are distinct differences in the pre-hooks. The first pre-hook is shorter. So it's just very like lush and slow. And then the second one gets a little bit more fuller. It gives you more chords. There's some harmonies there too. The ones that Malcolm came up with ever, or did I come up with them? I forget. Either way, the harmonies there are kind of sweet. I like them. I like them a lot. Um, and also during the rap section, there are some like clippity clappity sounds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> those are those are Malcolm's elbows. He literally went up to the microphone after hearing it and he was like, it needs something. And I was like, yeah, it needs something. Uh, but I don't know what, you know. Uh, he goes up to the microphone and starts <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do what he did, but he did it in a way where he was like, I can't do it. But yeah, I wish I would have recorded him slapping his forearms because it came out sounding really nicely. And um, and there's rain in the song when I say rain or shine. <laughs> nice. Yes, we love it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, you finished the song, it was mixed, it was mastered. <sighs> And then it was yeah. time to do the music video, which, as I mentioned earlier, I got to be a dancer. <laughs> but here I am also, and I got to experience this roller coaster ride of a uh, process. So why don't you yeah. take our listeners through this journey that you had with this video? Oh, yeah, this is truly the scenic route. Okay, so the yeah. scenic route, by, by the way, who's ha- if you haven't noticed, Chantal Nicole is shortened to scenic, the scenic route. So just just for people who don't know, but um, but yeah, so. <laughs> The scenic route to here I am. It was definitely scenic. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. It was like three months too scenic. Okay. Um, Honestly, now that I think about it, recorded the song last summer Mm -hmm. in May. Not even May 5th is when I put it on SoundCloud for the session Mm -hmm. up until January when we finally started filming it. So Mm -hmm. that's, that's a long time. Okay. So anyway let me tell y'all, let me tell you, you already know, but let me tell y'all, I had a budget and a plan for January. Like I budgeted everything out. I did everything Mm y'all, everything. The only thing I did not do in this video was choreograph it, but I almost did that too. Um, I hired all my dancers, hired everybody. I had auditions online. I said, hey, just submit. If I like it, I like it. If I don't, whatever. You know, the mm-hmm. easiest gig. I'm paying for everything, offering money for costuming. I'm paying people hourly for rehearsals. So side note, not all artists do this, which pisses me off as a dancer. But also, this is why you should come work for me, y'all. So if you're watching this video and you're a performer, I pay you. Anyway, um, hired everybody. Guess who drops out? Two of the dancers. One gets covid and the other one had to do something with her family. So she was gone. So I found two more. The choreographer thought that one of the new girls didn't fit the image, really. So I had to find another dancer who just coincidentally submitted at the last minute. So I brought her in. And I said, okay. All right. This is done. Mm-hmm. Um, the dancers are picked. So when the dancers were picked, we were having rehearsals and I actually did film some of the music video at my house. So I, I, I did some set design here in my crib. 
the, the lighting design here. Um, mm. So there's some like little moments in the video, like my face is shadowed and, and whatnot. I cut out literal gobos instead of, I'm, I'm broke y'all. I ain't got money like that to be spending money. So I cut out gobos, like Venetian blinds and mm. I cut out like a eye slit, like a, a speakeasy or whatever. And um, the next day after I filmed on a Tuesday, that Wednesday, we filmed in a studio in New York. But yeah, so I finished those two shooting days, started rehearsals, and all that was really left was to film the dance scenes. And I was like, yes, this is great. You're excited. I'm excited. Can't wait. Everyone had to get tested. My behind decides, I'm going to get tested a day before the shoot. And lo and behold, I find out that I had COVID. (sighs) Cue the waterworks. Mm-hmm. A third time. The second time was was like one during one of the shooting days. I thought I left something at home, but it was actually with me in the studio, and I for I didn't I didn't notice it. So that was like the second time, but that was like a small moment. Waterworks number three was me getting sick and being really upset, thinking that I got you sick, that I got my mother sick, and I put other people at risk. Right. Um, so yeah. <sighs> Finally, we shoot the dance portion. But then when I'm editing the video and looking at all the footage, I realized that the footage I had for second verse was absolutely inadmissible in a court of law. It was not good. It was mm-hmm. not good. Yeah. Well, I'd like to note that we ended up shooting the dance scenes three months after that. Oh, yeah. we, had a, we had a big break. We had a big break between it three months. Really? Hang on. It January, was. February, March, April. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, hang on, y'all. Hang on. There's some drama that happened too. Okay, so to add on what Chris said, three months after we shot, I made sure everyone could adhere to the new date. Everyone told me the time that they were available. Choreographer, dancers, camera mm. guy. Everything has been paid for. Everything's being on hold. The week of the shoot, one of my dancers drops out. And I'm like thinking to myself, what in the world? She says that there was a death in the family. So we had, of course, that's not something that we can just say, well, I'm more important. You have to stay. So, but, but all that aside though, Hey, there's a missing person in a dance that we've waited three months to shoot, mm-hmm. you know? So I had to call my friend who has not danced in years, but you know, shout out to Maya. Um, she mm-hmm. learned it in two hours and only practiced one, no, no, another two hours with everyone. So she didn't get the, several weeks of practice she didn't get the several months of letting it set in and forgetting it and then remembering it again you know she only had the two hours and another two hours to get it right so shout out to her she became the michelle of our group because apparently you're my kelly you're the only original (laughs) member left you're the only one the only one one. um and then also just shout out to fernando as well because he also learned it very quickly <laughs> just to- yes that's a, yeah yeah I, I'm not gonna lie I had to get rid of the other male dancer um because he had something that was coming up he was unsure which is understandable he's an actor mm-hmm. as well so I didn't want to leave it to chance so I got another dancer that was a male dancer and um Fernando's a bomb he actually choreographed my like it video the little bilingual moment that I had so yeah I was like oh he's a good fit so yeah if y'all see this man busting it in the video that's him mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, but yeah, after I saw everything with the dancing, I realized that the other footage that I had for second verse was unusable, not good enough. So there's literally three scenes that had to be deleted from this video. That's about like more than six over, over eight hours. I think of footage, not footage, eight hours of work. 
that in, in money mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just I couldn't use which is fine so I reshot everything shout out to Alan for like doing it not last minute but like you know almost last minute so shout out to him <laughs> right yes that's definitely a journey um but the end result <laughs> is awesome the music video is so yeah. good um I'm very yeah. proud to have been in it um definitely a memorable few months of oh, <laughs> rehearsal um <laughs> yeah yep um but anyway the video is very cool what what was the concept mm-hmm. behind it ah uh, yeah so when I was creating the like I said with the song it was definitely Sailor Moon it may have started off with like a whole prompt of you shouldn't be with that girl <laughs> but mm-hmm. um eventually I kind of transferred it to like a Sailor Moon thing um, especially with the second verse, you can totally hear that because love is here. I will be there, this kind of thing. Um, so Sailor Moon, without a doubt. There's no, if you watch this video and you see a big old crescent moon in my head, you're not going to think, hmm, what's that? Is that the Powerpuff Girls? No, you're going to think, okay, Sailor Moon or something. She's a fairy. Either way, you're going to think something pretty, right? Mm-hmm. So when I was writing the treatment for the video and like doing the, scouting for the locations and all these other concepts for the lighting and whatnot and like styling and makeup wise I knew I had to really focus and hone in on that concept um a lot of the suited scenes are tuxedo mask of course I want to kind of give him some love because that's my man's y'all that's my man I loved him since I was young okay it's my man <laughs> so I was like I, <laughs> is that to show him some love there but then in the second verse you became that you became like mamo in a sense where it's like I'm saving you we're dancing together blah 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 mm-hmm. so Chris played a couple Chris Chris played a couple roles in this even with the love triangle it was Sailor Moon saving mamo from Queen Beryl from Fisheye from from Helenia from <laughs> yeah <laughs> From every single female that has tried to come in between them. Um, and mm. also, um, there are there are moments in the video I really wanted to highlight. Like I told the choreographer when you shout out to MJ from I Love Dance. Um, she worked on my I Like You video, the first video. But yeah, I told her, I said, there needs to be a circle at the end of this choreography during the bridge because I was thinking Sailor Moon and the Sailor Scouts at the end, either Sailor Planet Attack or when they're all halfway, you know, on their last last life point saying Sailor Moon mm-hmm. uh, and their foreheads yes. are glowing. I wanted yes. this moment to happen, right? If you watch the dance video alone, it's still as enjoyable as with the performance shots. So that's mm-hmm. definitely what I wanted to do with this video is just make it seem like um, A, it was filmed with the best intentions. B, um, it was filmed with Sailor Moon in mind and C, that it was really entertaining with the performance and without. So the dance version is coming very soon. Stay on the lookout for that. Nice. Nice. So yeah, you filmed a lot of different shots in the video, a lot of different costumes. Do you have a favorite look Mm. from the video? Oh, that's hard. (laughs) Okay. So there was this one look that did not make the cut. And and I know it's not in the video. It's supposed to be, but just like a little Easter egg for people. But there's this look. I was trying to be one of the witches five, like a made up character from witches five, where I had like this little star Mm -hmm. on my chest and I had like a chandelier cowboy hat and like this rhinestone bra like I was supposed to be the villain during the rap part and I don't don't really like the look but I had a black lady look as well but I was supposed to be a villain with this one like silver hair and the star on the chest and hat that was my absolute favorite I thought this right here is the sexiest I've looked in my life you know Mm. like that was my thought (laughs) but my absolute favorite of all include the scene is between two so I really, really liked how I look in the pink princess 
you know, serenity mm-hmm. scenes. And then I like my, my, my sunset pants the most. That's the one where you can actually be like, okay, she is Sailor Moon. Okay, yeah. there it is. So it's between those two for sure. But yeah, what about those pants you? are cool. I mean, Thank I you. loved the black blazer with the silver, <gasps> you know, things oh, hanging yeah. off of it. But my that King thing Indian. hit me many times in during that shoot. I'm amazed I'm I wasn't bleeding by the end because um, that <laughs> hurt really bad. Um, but know. the look was really good, so it was worth it. Um, sorry, yeah, that's probably my favorite. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, that was so, like King and Demian thing. Like that's, yeah, that's like the key. That's cool. Yeah, but I think I think when I was looking at the footage though, when I was editing, I I I saw I, that I kept asking you if you were okay. But <laughs> you, did. No, you, you did. No, you did. You yeah. did. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I still got but, hurt. But <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, like fine. you may have asked me, but uh, I was still it's getting fine. hurt. But um, <laughs> yeah. but I have to say that one of my favorite video, my favorite looks for the dancers. I mean, the black looks were really cool and sleek. But I loved how you mm. all looked like. You guys look great in those blazers. I just wanted to say, yeah, I styled, I styled everyone in this video. You guys looked freaking amazing, but especially Chris, y'all. This is <laughs> my interview, but this is our show. Every person at this shoot, when we saw Chris, <laughs> MJ started it. Though I didn't say anything, I was just like, it was good. MJ started it. MJ was like, oh my God, Chris, you look so good. Like, do, do you not remember or do you try to put that in the back of your mind? I do remember that. I do remember that. <laughs> I forgot she, about it, but I do remember that. She started it. And I was like, yeah. You know, Nando looked good too, but Nando always looks like really handsome. He's a nice looking guy. But, you know, we saw you with your makeup. Nando didn't have any makeup on at the time. But we were like, oh, snap, Chris is all done. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You can ask the next question. I'm ready. <laughs> oh, okay so all right so the song is out everyone please go stream it on everything yeah. go support it what's next for you musically um now that the single is out any any other new songs you've been writing yeah there's a lot of songs that I actually do have um between the songs that I had written while working with chick and just songs I was thinking oh I like the way this beat sounds let me write something I have a bunch um for chroma though for chroma I don't know if they fit particularly for chroma but that's what a deluxe version is for mm-hmm. but um you know let's get the first set of songs done first first the rest of the other four songs done let's get those done um mm-hmm. but yeah so uh, definitely with chroma just wants to kind of hit all sounds of pop and different kind of things like that um you've also been posting on your tiktok that you did submit an audition for black swan so we know you've gotten your first call back so how are you feeling about that and what's the situation Okay, so if for people who do not know who a Black Swan is, Black Swan is a K-pop group that um, has gone through a lot of member changes, but currently the current incarnation is at four members and is currently looking for a new member. Therefore, mm. they casted via online, and I am one of 23 contestants that made it. I, I joined it on a whim. I actually just posted something with Blackpink lip syncing and dancing, and someone told me about it. Um, mm-hmm. Didn't think I was going to get in at all because... I just don't think that. I don't think realistic about the crap, right? So with Black Swan, I'm going to do my best because I don't want to half half butt it. I don't want to like, you know, do it halfway. I'm going to do my best. We'll see what happens. I did my best, rather. Um, uh, if I have to submit any more stuff, I will. We'll see what happens. It, it's, been, it's been interesting because a lot of these kids are like, 
who are you? Which is great. <laughs> um, <laughs> just completely fine. Um, long run. I don't know if I'm going to make it, but then again, I didn't think I was going to make it through first round. So we'll see what yeah. happens. It's, ex- it's exciting in the sense of like, people are interested in me now. If I get accepted, I will do my best. And that's all I can do. If I don't, then there's other things to do outside of K-pop. And maybe one day I could submit a song to them and say, hey, listen, you didn't want me as a group member, but do you want me to write you a song? Because I can't. I wrote Here I Am. Nice. Yes. (laughs) Yes. All right. Well, any final thoughts? Yeah. My final thought is uh, definitely take a listen to the song. Um, (laughs) And Mm -hmm. also... um, if you have, if you are an independent artist or anybody like that, understand that it is super hard, but you just got to keep doing it. Um, it took me a whole year essentially to get this project done from May, 2020 to May, 2001. I mean, 2021, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, it took that much time to do one song. Um, it was a little daunting at first, but I think it was worth it. And therefore that being said, watch the video stream the song i promise you it goes to my pockets in which goes to the other artists that i feature in my videos such as chris and all these other people (laughs) it goes to their pockets too you know what i'm saying so you're not just paying for me you're not just streaming for me you're streaming for them you're streaming for us and if you like the song you know holla at your girl on instagram i'm there (laughs) yes yes what are your socials oh my socials on everything is ms period Chantel Nicole at everything. So yeah, literally on everything except maybe TikTok. But if you search my name as that, it will appear. So yeah. Nice. Nice. All (laughs) right. Well, thank you for listening. Let us know what you all think about Shan's new single and our video, which I'm very proud of to have been in. That's right. Um, Yes, our video. Yeah. Give us a like, (laughs) subscribe to our channel, hit that notification bell, do the exact Mm -hmm. same thing for Shan's YouTube channel. (laughs) Please. Um, Please do. Yeah. Until next time, that's Shan. That's Chris. And we are CCTV. Bye.